0: You are now listening to Talk Your Jits Podcast. Welcome back to Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about Jiu-Jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a brown belt who trains at Impact Jiu-Jitsu located in, he just told me the name and I butchered it already, but uh, Klamath Falls, Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Gomes
1: so much for having me
0: oh man the pleasure is all mine sir
1: yeah it, you didn't mess it up it's okay <laughs> <laughs> i guess like i i go
0: like i go over this stuff and then when i got to read it i'm like yeah
1: i, I, see <laughs> I do that too wait how do i say
0: that again <laughs> right like uh, how did I say well, i'm already recording so let's just keep it going but uh yeah man first <laughs> and foremost i'd like to you know show my appreciation um for you coming on and uh doing this episode with me man it's Thank you. Thank you again.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. Like I said, um, after we had messaged on Facebook, I started doing some some research on your podcast. Like I told you, and mm-hmm. been listening to it for since since we last talked.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> thank you, man.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: But without further ado, man, let's uh let's get the ball rolling. Go ahead and introduce yourself one more time if you want, and uh, let's hear about your jiu-jitsu journey.
1: Okay. So I am Nick Gomes. I am from. Uh, originally i'm from fresno california actually Mm -hmm. um and i moved here to to klamath falls oregon in 2014 um i had started jiu-jitsu actually in fresno um when i was about 16 uh you know and then became a bit of a jiu-jitsu nomad after that or jiu-jitsu uh uh gypsy Mm -hmm. (laughs) just traveling around uh from school to school until i i ended up here and uh really committed to, to doing jiu-jitsu in one place uh, for a long period of time. And I've been with the this school for about eight years now, um, but I was a, a white belt for three years before I had showed up here. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, an interesting bit of bit of my journey you know, going from place to place. I did MMA for about a year and then went back to jiu-jitsu and then stopped doing jiu-jitsu for about a year and then. For the last eight years I've just been real real consistent
0: <laughs> I see you know you finally you finally hit that brown belt so yeah you must be doing something right right
1: yeah it was uh it was a bit of a challenge the the brown belt was shocking for me mm-hmm. I didn't think that it was um, I didn't think it was the right time and then I got the opportunity to compete like two months after my brown belt and uh, the tournament that I went to ended up it's a submission only tournament. So and it's a round robin, so you get to do you get to compete with everybody in your division.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Only one brown belt showed up for my division, so we did three three matches against each other.
0: Mm, nice.
1: <laughs> instead, and uh, he smoked me. He he smoked <laughs> me pretty good, <laughs> but it took him three rounds to do it. First two <laughs> rounds were draws, and then he finally submitted me in the third match. Oh wow! <laughs> so so I felt so- good after that
0: oh yeah oh yeah i mean like if even if you like you know you take a loss in jiu but it, it's like if you like you know for a fact that this person supposed to like you know dusted you a long time ago but they couldn't it's a it's a victory it's a victory i don't care what anybody say that's still a victory
1: i i got one sweep that whole day and i felt awesome
0: best <laughs> sweep in the world
1: absolutely oh, so, Deep <laughs>
0: I, I was kind of in your shoes, too, when you were saying like, you know, you felt like uh, when you got your brown belt, you it, it wasn't it wasn't right or it wasn't time. Like, what about what about it for you made you feel that way?
1: So purple belt was my shortest belt, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I felt that way. Uh, I was a like I said, I was a white belt for about four years. I was a blue belt for another three and a half years. And then I was only a purple belt for a year and a half. And that full time was during the pandemic. I didn't even get to compete at Purple Belt.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So um, I didn't, I personally didn't feel like I was ready for it Mm -hmm. um, simply because of those circumstances. I wanted the opportunity to compete as a Purple Belt and I just didn't get the opportunity.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But now, how do you like, but you know, now that you got it, how does it feel?
1: Um, you know, after, after the first year, I'm like, okay, you know, uh, I got the opportunity to roll with some, some purple belts after that. And mm-hmm. it, it was like when I was a purple belt rolling with blue belts, it's like they're dangerous, but they're not that dangerous
0: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> to to that extent. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's still a competitive role, but the outcome still came out the same way, I guess is the best way to put that.
0: I got you. Gotcha. I I felt that way too, and I I'm I'm still in that same boat, man. Like you know, I got I tested for my brown belt at uh, end of last year, and it's just congratulations, like, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> and it's, it's just like, man, I'm still I'm still looking for my purple belt. You know, <laughs> it's like I, I look yeah. at this I look at this brown belt. I'm like, am I though?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know- I I felt like that up until the last time I competed Mm. Um, and I got, I got second place and it was a, it was my first, excuse me. It was my Mm. first uh, points tournament since I had started competing. Okay. And uh, I ended up getting second. So it ended up uh, boosting my confidence a little bit. And the the only guy that beat me was a very active competitor Um, competed for IBJJF all over the place and was getting, like, second and third places at IBJJF-level tournaments. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, I expected that guy to beat me. (laughs) Same
0: same here. Like, the the few tournaments, the the couple of tournaments that I've done, both guys were high-level competitors. And this was, like, literally my first and second time out. So it was, like, it was to be suspected, you know? Yeah. But if it was like they they first time on the mats and then they dusted me, then it'd be a problem. <laughs> it's like, damn it! <laughs> like they would have issues. But these dudes competed, you know, six seven times a year. Yeah. So no, well,
1: this guy was comp- This guy that beat me was, is competes way more than six seven times a year. That's He's crazy. He's competing like every other weekend, kind of, <laughs> kind of competitor. So oh, man, to
0: have that much time to compete every weekend.
1: Yeah. No, I. I'm not even time, money. That's okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're talking seventy, eighty to so like sometime one hundred twenty dollars yeah. a um a tournament, unless you got we, sponsors. But
1: yeah, well, for me, uh, I'm fortunate enough to uh to the tournaments that I've been competing at uh, are run by our mother school, uh, okay. Impact Portland, right mm. or uh, Hillsboro. And the, uh, the owner of those gyms, uh, which is my coach's coach, mm-hmm. um, who's a black belt under, uh, uh, Chris Howder. Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, so he's well-respected, uh, well-respected grappler. Uh, Michael Chapman is his name. Okay. Uh, they gave me the opportunity to work the tournaments. So nice. I get to compete for free
0: oh, and good. work,
1: and work through the other, the other two days. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So which is yeah, yeah. I thought it was a great opportunity. My coach well um Michael Chapman had asked my coach, he's like, Hey, you want to be a referee? And my coach went, Nah, but I got a guy. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair trade. You get
0: you know, you referee, but you also could get to compete for free. So
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Which I, I haven't
1: gotten a referee yet. They're oh, okay. they're training me to do that. But I've been running the table, like when you're competing, the person calling up your name and whatnot, and trying mm-hmm. to get everybody ready to go, yeah, I've been I've been doing that part. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which,
0: okay, gotcha.
1: Which can be challenging in its own ways. Yeah, it's
0: it's very. I mean, anybody that's been to a jiu-jitsu tournament know how chaotic that can be. Oh. Trying to you know you got all these names and bodies to try to find and remember so.
2: I like know.
1: you, I'm always trying not to mess up everybody's, <laughs> trying not to mess up anybody's <laughs> name. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, the, the names that I've
0: gotten uh, from talking to people, and it's like, uh, what? I'll be practicing yes. all week, and it's like, you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to wing it and see what happens. <laughs> we're,
1: we're just going to shoot shoot your shot and see if it happens. All right, see what happens. <laughs> they come on, they correct me, or they come on and
0: say, oh, you know, you pronounced it right. I'm like, all right, just gonna go with that, then.
1: If you get it right, then that's a positive, right?
0: Right, yeah. I take it as a small (laughs) victory, right?
1: Always. So, um
0: so the school that so the school that you're at now, um, you said you've been there for like the past eight years, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. A little over eight, but yeah.
0: So what's been I guess what's been the reason why this school in particular that you stuck with versus your other schools?
1: Um you know, it uh, it reminded me a lot of the first school that I was at, mm-hmm. and I ended up having having some issues with one of the upper belts at at that school at the time. who was a, a young younger man, and uh, and I was a uh, high school age, so it it could have just been maybe hubris, maybe it was just a misunderstanding, maybe one of our egos got in the way doesn't really matter now but um Mm -hmm. it had the same uh family environment and the same kind of vibe Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: and i just ended up latching onto it
0: gotcha gotcha and that's and that's very important like the vibes and the you know the flow of the school because i've been at this i've been at my uh, same school for the you know coming up on six years and i don't think i could train anywhere else Cause you know, cause of the, cause of how, how we are, how our vibes are with the school and even the people that trained at our school, that's gone somewhere else. They're like, it's nothing like it. It's yeah. just, it just feels weird not being at your own, you know, your home school. So exactly. That's, that's definitely important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely, absolutely important. I, i voice always felt like uh, a good vibe in a school. Cause I, I had been to some schools that, you know, there, there was a black belt that I tried training with when I was still very, very fresh, So mm-hmm. very, very new. It was probably a year into my jujitsu and was looking for a new school and he was closer to my house. Um, and I had done like a trial run with them, like a week trial run. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm not going to give any like specific names, not that I could remember the specific name. It's been. <sighs> hell it's been 10
0: years (laughs) right
1: but um, but uh, he had tried to lock me into a contract like a two year contract to train with them
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and I being the smart ass kid that I was was like well I have the first month's tuition on me right now (laughs) and he was like fine I guess I'll take it for a month and you don't have to sign the contract <laughs> but uh his guys did not treat me the same after that uh, so I ended up uh, ended up leaving there after a month that sucks so that is what it is
0: right I well, mean usually because you know that 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 leaves a, a bad impression on people so luckily that didn't stick with you and you you know you stuck with it
1: yeah yeah I, I ended up just ended up uh, all over the place in fresno all mm-hmm. over the place and it's a big place it's a it's a major city there's all kinds of jiu jitsu there right and i had um i actually gone and visited at the end of 2020 um, and found a school that was open and running and they were going to like masters worlds and taking second place medals and first place medals
2: uh, mm-hmm. And that
1: that name I will shout out. That's uh, Halo Jiu Jitsu in uh, in Clovis, California. Okay, they're they're a solid school. They're a very very solid um, jiu jitsu school.
0: Yeah, very heavy competition school.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, and I I still have some of their their upper belts on my my Facebook and my Instagram and whatnot, and I follow them and you know keep up with them.
0: Nice, nice. It's always good to you know keep in touch with those type of people. You know, even if you oh, get yeah. a chance to just you know shoot the shit or discuss what you know discuss jujitsu related stuff, and you know, yeah, always absolutely. always good to learn from other people.
1: You know, it's good to have somewhere to to go train if I uh, end up going home for a week or something.
0: That too, man. That that too. <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm so ready to travel and. We've we got I, lots of places to go to. I, I got yeah, I know, right <laughs> like this list just it just getting you know longer and longer. Like I'm trying to map out uh, like you know if I can if I go this direction <laughs> I can hit four people this way or whatever, yep. man. So you're gonna have I want to, to uh, so badly, man.
1: You're gonna have to take a take a month off from work and just travel.
0: That'd Travel be, to all the jiu jitsu
1: places. That would be so.
0: <laughs> oh man, I, I'm. That'd really be crazy. The thought of it, man. Because <laughs> everybody, you know, everybody I met, you know, is is so cool. You know, so humbling, so loving, so supportive, and you know, for example, one of the guys, he uh, he kept like, you know, he was tagging my uh, the 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 podcast page on uh, on like everything he posts. and he just messaged me like, hey. uh You want to be a sponsor? I was like, (laughs) "Uh, what? I'm like, because I'm looking, I'm like, I'm in the same boat. He's like, no, man, you know, I don't want nothing. I just want to, you know, just show support and love and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. That's awesome. You know, so he, (laughs) you know, uh, Lucas,
1: Lucas, uh, Con, Contrail. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think I saw you post that on your, on your Instagram. Yeah. I think it was today or yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday.
0: Get it? Because we were talking about yesterday. So, He's a good yeah. guy, man. Um, he'll be back on another a future episode as well. But, hey, man, that's that's a dream. That's a like a bucket list thing now, man. To just travel and meet everybody that I've talked to, and you know, all yeah, that absolutely. all that other good stuff, man.
1: Man, I hope your podcast blows up to the to the point where you can afford to do that to just go and travel. Hell yeah, just Joe yeah, Rogan Ringo. and shit, right?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's and that's what that's, that's what we're calling it, man. Like you're just going <laughs> Joe Rogan and <this> shit. It's <laughs> awesome.
0: So you're um is your, you you are you a uh a, a comp- well, sorry. Is your school a competition school?
1: Um not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh I would say that We've got a bit of everything at our school, as far as that goes, right? We've mm-hmm. got lots of people that are like, "You know, I just want to do it to to have fun and and just have a good time. And you do have your competitors i'm I'm one of those guilty souls that likes to compete when i when I get the chance,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right And um, you know it's it's nice having a mix of people. You know, some people don't necessarily, want to compete all the time but have uh but definitely want to help everybody else who is competing get mm. really really good yeah which it helps to have bodies like that in the gym you know for sure for sure uh, but uh, i would say that our coach definitely does encourage competing if you want to
2: mm-hmm.
1: right but if you don't want to it's not a requirement of uh of being promoted or anything like that. I know some yeah. schools are that way.
0: Yeah. And which is weird to me, but you know, yeah, just how they run it. But yeah, our school like that too. We don't, like, if you want to compete, you can. If you don't, whatever. Cause it's me and uh a possible, like, two other people that I guess you want to say are the, you know, ju- like jujitsu competitors. But
1: yeah,
0: it's, it is what it is, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah our our coach as far as promotions goes he um he promotes based on how your skill has improved
2: mm-hmm. not
1: necessarily how um your skill does competitive wise right is right? yeah obviously, your personal growth yeah exactly obviously for the competitors sometimes he'll look at some of the um competitors at your weight bracket and skill mm-hmm. level that he mm-hmm. sees at tournaments and he's like Could this person match up with this person? Yes or no? And that's where he kind of, if you are a heavy competitor. Um, But if you're not, it's just, have you improved? Mm -hmm. Uh, Has your skill gone up? And he can be, um, I don't want to say he can be a bit harsh about his promotions, but he can be a little stingy. (laughs) Stingy, I guess, is the best way to put that.
0: I wouldn't say I. I don't think it would be stingy. I think it's just
1: um, cautious. The other one is forgetful. Oh, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> he'll sometimes. Um, he'll sometimes impromptu give stripes on people's belt. What stripe are you on that white belt? Hey, you need a couple more stripes. All right, let's get the. <laughs> we
0: we've been down that road. Uh, <laughs> I was still a purple belt, and uh, we were just sitting around talking. And I was like, man, you know, it's coming up on X, Y, Z years and da, 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 da. And then he looked at me and he pulls out his book and he's like, oh, shit. And so before class, <laughs> you know, uh, he, he's like, you know, we got to I got to fix a couple of things because he was like a lot of stuff was going on this month, that, you know, that particular month. So he just, it just kind of slipped his mind. So I ended up getting like the two, I guess my two stripes on my purple belt. And a couple other people got there, and so he was like, yeah, my bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say – yeah, I think I think forgetful is the best word to use for my coach. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, he does it with the kids too. Oh, man. But, you know, I, I, I like his way of teaching and promoting, especially yeah. with, with all he, – he treats the kids just like the adults, right? Um, he doesn't give promotions just because a parent is pushy, mm-hmm. right? And some schools, like some some people uh, will promote even just because their parents are pushy. And like, my kid hasn't been promoted in so long. I've seen him straight look at parents and go, it's because your kid still sucks and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> Yes. It's like, yes. you can't say that to people. He's like, oh, I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to be truthful about it, man, you know?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, I say that, and a lot of people take that the wrong way, mm-hmm. but you, you have to know him, right?
2: Yeah.
1: He's a very nonchalant person. Even his bad days are like everybody else's normal days. Mm-hmm. He laughs and smiles through everything. Nice. <laughs> that's we, just the kind of person he is. By his mm-hmm. wife, his, he and his wife run the gym together, and I work for them. Uh, I actually teach classes for them, and mm-hmm. and we have a, an after school program and a summer program. So we pick up kids from school and whatnot. That's so all, oh, yeah. It's it's a really it's a really cool gig. I get to do uh, jujitsu for a living. So that's that's definitely awesome. Uh. It's everybody's dream, right? As a jiu-jitsu practitioner, especially an upper belt. Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> but we're in that same boat. Like, you know, my instructor, I, you know, I work for a few of his companies and also teach at the school. So, yeah, man, it's literally yeah. jiu-jitsu every day. <laughs> yeah. like, we're talk, we, you know, we talk about it at work. We talk about it on lunch break. We, you know, oh, yeah. text messages to each other. And then we train on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sundays and. It's just all day, every day, just jujitsu, man.
1: Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. See, at least I feel better now because I I feel like I'm not I'm not unique anymore. I get to. <laughs> it's like, oh, you get to do jujitsu for a living. Yeah, I got yeah. lucky. <laughs> yeah, real,
2: real lucky, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Because there'll be there have been so many days where, you know, we we uh we'll be leaving early, and he'd be like, "Want to go on the mats?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, yeah, I'm here." I'll be there. So we'll <laughs> leave work, go train, you know, get a couple extra rows in, and then go home. So
1: yeah, yeah, I know, I know exactly how that feels.
0: And I, I mean, it's awesome though, because you know, I, I would do jujitsu every day. I mean, I, I, I almost do it every day. But if I could just wake up and just do jujitsu and then go to sleep, wake up and do it again, I would.
1: Absolutely. No, I, I definitely, I definitely understand that feeling.
0: For sure, for sure, man. <laughs> so, um, so when it comes to competing, what, what, um, I guess what attracted you attracted to you to competing?
1: Just a test of skill. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's not, not, um, not really anything crazy. Like, oh, I want to be the best jiu-jitsu practitioner in the world. Not, not, not that cool. Uh, <laughs> no,
0: I'm, not, I'm not that guy. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm not that guy. I. I get my ass handed to me. It's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with be- with being that guy that gets that gets uh gets beat. But uh, I-, I like testing my skill, and I I like competing fairly often because it's definitely different than rolling in class.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: uh, I would uh and and like I said, I I really want to be on the other end of the competing spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, I want to do that, that refereeing part. I think that that's so interesting to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. For sh- I mean, for sure, man, it's, it's, it's still a part of the culture that we love so much. And like, yeah, you get to see uh, a aspect of it that you, in a sense you normally see it in class, you know, cause you're, yeah. you're upper belt. So you're watching, you know, you're making sure everyone's is, you know, is rolling and not, you know, trying to hurt each other and, you're coaching right then and there, so you're basically doing it already,
1: you know. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because yeah, you know, just just like us, like if you know, if someone's rolling with a lower belt, we're coaching. If you know, if they're if we're sparring a day, we're refereeing. So it's
1: yep, making it's sure strong. nobody runs into each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we you know we're we're a fairly a, we're a fairly small school, but we got large
1: people. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we got a couple big boys in our school too. Oh my goodness. Man, uh, we actually have four coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two black belts, and then I am a coach, and we have another uh, brown belt coach. But, uh, I am the smallest of the coaches <laughs> at at five, nine, 165 or one seventy right now. Yeah. Trying to get down to one sixty five. Mm-hmm. I got comp in April, so I gotta I gotta drop about five pounds. Make yeah. sure that gee fits right. I know, right. <laughs> But, uh, my coach is like one eighty right now. He's a little shorter than me though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're closer to the same body size, but the um the two other coaches, one of them is uh the brown belt, like I said, he's like five nine five ten, but he's two sixty five two seventy mm. <laughs> He's a thick boy, and I'm not talking like big, fat thick i'm talking like he lifts six oh. days a week and <laughs> he's he's <laughs> built like a barrel and every bit of him is muscle mm. Like he's like i'm fat i'm like you're not fat dude you need to <laughs> like, i down. wear your weight <laughs> <laughs> i wear your weight it's not fat
0: <laughs> i know right like my, the um... other... <laughs> no go ahead
2: go ahead
1: <laughs> no i'm sorry the uh, the last coach is like six foot five, two, also 270, 280, <laughs> black belt. Oh, god, dude. he could beat you with skill, but he decides to just submit you with rib pressure <laughs> <laughs> just to prove a point to everybody to else in the class. <laughs> like,
0: like, my instructor, man, he's he's tall, he's a linky guy, man, and like, yeah. He could he can, he, can, he can use his weight very very well, and it's just it sucks rolling with him so much, man. Because like if you don't, it's like he he's such a trickster when it comes to jujitsu. Yeah, he, he loves setting up, you know, just setting up sweeps, and and he does it so flawlessly. And no matter how many times I've rolled with him, I've trained under him, trained with him, he's always like that that fifth step ahead, and it's just like
1: damn it, man. So sounds like. Sounds like my little coach. Oh man, you got to be careful rolling with him. Half guard, half guard is his favorite place to be, mm-hmm. and he will sweep you every time.
0: You I like know, I, I like playing half guard
2: now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a different it's a different system, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I very much uh, because I'm such a small guy, uh, and for a long time, did not lift. Um, when I started doing jiu-jitsu in high school, I was 130 pounds. Damn. <laughs> it, with the gi on. <laughs> small guy. <laughs> and I had a five-pound gi at the time. Like, it's not like it was a small gi. <laughs> and uh, I, I just felt so weak for so long. So I ended up playing a lot of close guard. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of close guard. Um, up until you know, probably purple belt, purple belt. I started getting good at sweeps and started, uh, playing more top. And then, uh, my brown belt has been all about building my pressure game. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, figured out how to put pressure down and mount and side control and how to do it right. Now I don't play guard ever. (laughs) I don't have the
2: choice. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I've been bouncing back and forth for about uh you know quote unquote work in my game. And so like these last few months I've just been working you know super problematic areas, especially in our school, being a you know big school. So I mean big guy uh jujitsu, so it's like you know, bottom side. Yeah, bottom Switch. side, has been that, yeah, that smash <laughs> that smash jujitsu. And mm-hmm. as much as I hate it, it's like I start in the worst position. Like, you know, you got your bases solid, you know, you're in complete control, weight down. And just work out of there, and it's just been—I've seen—I've seen improvements in myself, but it's just like Jesus, man. Like
1: she still sucks, right? <laughs> side control is one of those spots that will always suck. It doesn't matter yeah. how how long you train. Doesn't? I don't give a shit. If you're on top of me and you get side control, I messed up because I'm gonna get squished now.
2: Yeah.
1: I hate it.
0: (laughs) Just trying, man, just trying not to keep falling into that pattern of getting caught in side control. It's like, I would play from turtle. I would rather play from turtle or you play, you know, or you got my back before I get stuck in side control.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't like people on my back. I I, I have tricky things that I do from back, but I don't like being there. Like, no, I'm not going to play there either. I'm going to be flat. And try to catch a leg. <laughs> I, just, I just want a leg. <laughs> just, just give me, just
0: give me, give me, give me a leg. Give me a leg. Just, just give a leg. leg.
1: I, I don't need the whole. I don't need the whole waist. Just give me one leg. Just, just <laughs> one leg,
0: man. Just, just that. Just give me that left one. Just, you know, I, don't need more about it. I take care of it. Yep. That's, we that's
1: we awesome. can play half guard. <laughs> you can squish me from half guard. I don't want you squishing me from side controller mount. You don't get my back just you get half guard that's all you right. get <laughs>
0: cuz it's it's like half guard is is such a it's such a game within itself it is because it's like you're almost like it's like you're stuck in side control it's like side control mount and you know yeah like side control mount and in the guard like all at the same time so yeah it's like man you really have to slow things down and think at that position you know
1: yeah absolutely um i found that for competition wise i get stuck in half guard way too much i let people flatten me out way too easily Mm. it's a it's a position that i've been trying to um expand my knowledge on yeah i I hate being squished like that (laughs) especially in competitions like especially for like points competition like the last one i was like i don't want to give up anything because i don't want anybody to score points from here i know right (laughs) don't pass my guard (laughs) <laughs> because,
0: because what it was, was for me, like the last two times I've competed, I was the smaller guy. Oh. So it was just like, oh my goodness, dude. Like, no matter how much every, like, I, I drop down in weight class and I still become the small and I still be the smallest guy.
1: Yeah. That's so. why, um, that's why every time I compete, cause, uh, now that I'm lifting, I've, I've been lifting for, ooh. Going on two years now, mm-hmm. um, I, I've been lifting weights for going on two years, uh, powerlifting mostly.
2: Okay. And
1: um, uh, people are like, "Why don't you just compete at the one eighty weight class where you walk around at?" I'm like all those guys are six foot three. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm five I know nine. Right. I know, right? <laughs> I'll cut the fifteen pounds. It's not a big deal. I I just stop eating sugar. <laughs> Stop eating sugar and stop eating flour. I'm know, good. Right?
0: <laughs> dealing with that, dealing with long limbs is kryptonite to me, man.
1: Oh. It's a nightmare. Ugh, it is it's... a damn nightmare. At least we... it, at least at lightweight through all my size. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I got some kind of some kind of fighting chance, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. At least they're not like,
0: outpowering me now. Cause we got a we got a blue belt. I uh, love this guy. His name is uh, Nick and tall linky guy. And yeah. it's like fighting his legs, man. It's like he moves that much, and he's regarding. It's like come on, ugh. so yeah. I'm
1: I'm that guy, except I'm not long and lanky.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: um I have super flexible hips. I can mm-hmm. bring my knee to my chest without um without a lot of movement, without a lot of extra movement. That's that's which the goals is a weird... right there. <laughs> that's
0: goals right there, man.
1: Yeah. My my hip movement is really odd for most people. I can curl up real tight. How do you do that? Like I have better hip flexibility. You're not gonna be able to. This, this isn't a this isn't a taught skill. This is a, <laughs> there's there's some things you can teach, but this isn't one of them. This the ain't <laughs> it. Yeah, like like the coach I was talking about that that squishes me, the brown belt. Um, he's like, I'll never be good at triangles, dude's five five nine five ten. His legs are so short. He's he's just real long in his torso, but he's got little stubby legs. Like he barely locks guard around me. Like, oh wow! <laughs> but he doesn't need a good guard game. He doesn't. He's he's a big guy who's has experience in judo and like a black belt in aikido and all these other other martial arts and other skills that he can rely on for stand up. He's like. I do stand up with him he's throwing me there's no right there's no uh getting around it it's like i'm gonna be playing bottom with you regardless so i <laughs> will <that's> just <laughs> start here right yep it's like you don't need a good bottom game you're already gonna throw me on my head so why would i <laughs> why are we worried about guards <laughs> right 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 he's so, like i can barely move for an arm bar
0: that's that. That's like uh one of my training partners, um Brian. He's he's our we call him a jujitsu panda. He's a round guy, <laughs> short short limbs, like
1: that, he, oh I'm gonna have to call him that from now on. So <laughs> that jiu-jitsu panda. He's 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 a, a jujitsu panda man, but
0: short limbs, round, and he can move on the ground like you can't lock him down. And oh. man, he he's cra- his <laughs> crazy dude. So crazy. So crazy and very knowledgeable too. And it, it's he's just dangerous, just so dangerous.
1: Yeah. So, oh, um, dangerous ones are always the most fun to work with. Oh, yeah, man. That's <laughs> man, we have
0: me and him have some of the best roles. Uh, since I've been training there, man, I've been kind of like I kind of stuck to him because we kind of have similar body styles. Yeah. So being like, you know, short and round. So, I was like, hey,
1: man, can you help me with some stuff? He's like, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> so, let, we've been just me, like
1: stuck by the hip ever since. Let me, uh, let me shoot some stuff at you and see if see what you think.
0: That's what it was, <laughs> man, because it was like, um, you know, like I said, our instructor, he was a bigger guy. Um, then we had a couple of small guys, athletic size. And I'm looking at them like, well, I can't move like that. And this yeah. is no way in hell I can do that. So mm-hmm. I saw him. I was like, hey, man, can you help me figure this out? Like, you know, for for my body type. And, mm-hmm. you that's, know, that's that was been.
1: That's why I really love that's another reason why I really love the school that I'm at, right? Mm-hmm. There's four of us coaches and all four of us have a different body type and a different yeah. um style of jujitsu. And like the three other coaches, they're all older guys. So um we like to say that we practice old man jujitsu. It's a lot of energy uh conservation when we move. It's not mm-hmm. a it's not a bunch of young competitors, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna just Move around real. F- I don't move very fast. I just i i play old man jiu-jitsu because even as a young guy, because like that's what's gonna be good for my body in the long run. Yeah, you know, being fast and athletic. I'm like, oh, I blew out my knee. Great. Now I'm not gonna be doing jiu-jitsu for six months. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I play don't. old.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have time to chase nobody. No. Nope. I'm not flipping and nah. Look, we gonna play. We gonna play a nice casual game. Yep. We're gonna go at my
2: speed. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, because our you white belt
1: speed me and get to guard or get to get to side control. That's fine. I can escape now.
0: We're, right, right. I was like, now we. Now can you play. stop moving. Because <laughs> you know, you know, rolling with spastic white belts, man. I'm like, you want to, oh, you man. know, snatch and flip and roll out, dude. If you roll out of anything, I'm just gonna let you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've I've had instances of that with uh with some people. Um I do my mounted arm bar a little odd, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a a, um and actually an advice from one the that other brown belt coach. Um instead of falling backwards for the arm bar, I sit through, I sit forward. Yeah, belly down, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm not even going all the way belly down. I'm resting all of my body weight across their torso mm-hmm. and then just shooting my hips forward instead of going all the way to belly down or all the way flat. So now my partner's wearing my weight and I'm extending that arm while I'm sitting on top of them. Well I'll post my free arm on the floor to mm-hmm. keep them from uh to, to keep me from falling forward and breaking their arm. Yeah. Because if I just fall forward with momentum, I'm gonna jack up somebody's arm, and I got people trying to kick out my arm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm letting go of everything and then stopping them and going, Okay, when I post on the floor like that, I'm trying to save you, I'm not trying to save me, like, <laughs> yeah, because that's extremely tight, you know. If you get a good, girl,
0: oh. you know, across their body and you know, depending on your body type and if you're being small and everything compact and you go to arch your back and stretch some hips, man, it's, it's,
1: it's going to suck. It's going
0: to suck. Yeah. yeah, it's worse than a yeah. traditional armbar.
1: Yeah, I got a, I got a guy in my 930 class. Uh, he's a blue belt now. Uh, I think he was a white belt at the time, uh, end of his white belt. Um, 65 years old. 65-year-old blue belt. Uh real nice guy, but he and I were rolling and he tried to kick my arm out. And I went, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's, it's, it's one of those caution things that I forget to tell people. Mm-hmm. It's like now, now that I know that it's like every time I teach that arm bar now, I'm like, okay. And for bottom person, <laughs> don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Cause this Cause is bad. Cause our, um, our, our, um,
0: instructors, uh, master Joe Mawera, that's one of his, you know, go to things that, that, that belly down armbar. Yeah. That way that he locks it up and he doesn't even have to go all the way down to finish it. And it's like,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So imagine if he would just grab your arm and just let go or that person try to kick their, kick your ha- arm out. You know. It's,
1: it's going to be a bad time. Man. Oh, it's going to be a bad day for you. It's going to be very and bad. And that's what day. I tell people when I teach that armbar, I'm like, all right. When I when I teach it, I'm like, all right, if you really want to jack somebody up and we're looking to win that $0.33 cent gold medal, I'm just going to throw my hips into it. <laughs> but in class, be nice to your friends or you'll run out of friends very quickly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and this is the wrong place to want to do that, right? Yeah. like yeah. There's no worse feeling than seeing someone being like alienated because no one wants uh, to roll with them because they're always hurting people. You don't yeah, want to be that nobody guy. Likes,
1: nobody wants to be that guy.
0: No. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that
1: guy. No, nobody wants to be the uh, the the guy who hurts everybody. But I feel like there's there's one of those in every gym, and it's usually oh, yeah. a spastic white belt,
0: <laughs> a spastic white belt or a wrestler. It's always one yeah, of the two. <laughs> it's it's usually like
1: a brand new wrestler or still in his white belt wrestler, just trying to hurt people. Not trying to hurt people, but. <laughs>
0: Trying to strength out of everything and oh, just, yeah. yeah, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> that's that's a no no.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's and but there's some guys like that that you just can't the that you can't break the habit out of because it works for them. Mm-hmm. It's like I ugh. mean,
0: which is okay, <laughs> but don't do that to us. Like yeah. <laughs> don't do that to yeah. people. Yeah, you
1: resume you save that for tournament. <laughs> yeah,
0: like save that for the people we don't have to go home with, you know? Exactly, you know? But we're not saying be malicious and break people's arms, so just just get that yeah, out of just, here. Just, you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. Be mindful, just, you know, a disclaimer right there. Like, we're not intentionally trying to hurt people, but
1: no. mindful. No, never. Mindful. Never trying to intentionally hurt people. Yeah. But shit happens.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> It does. It always happens. Like I, yeah. I'm still dealing with injuries from one of our, um, one of our wrestlers. I'm not gonna say his name, but he he's gonna know who this is. But you know, <laughs> ankle, my you know, toe on my right foot hurts. You know, elbow still jacked up. You know, but
1: yeah, it comes. Sounds- it comes with the sport, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got both my knees are janky. My left elbows, it randomly locks out. And then I have to straighten it out and it'll pop real hard.
2: Oh, oh.
1: And, and that's from competing. That one's from competing. Uh, both my shoulders are jacked, my lower back, my neck. A small guy being stuck in clothes guard, I got rolled over on my neck plenty of times. Oh,
2: and then man. it's a blue
1: belt and a purple belt trying to be that cool invert guy. It doesn't <laughs> work when you're 160 pounds. <laughs>
0: They try invert. That was dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The so big guys yeah. just look at you and go, "No,
0: no." <laughs> head down. You're under me now. Get comfortable.
1: Yep. I'm gonna fucking squish you now.
0: Because <laughs> it's it, it's it's even funny to me. Like, um, being a guy my size, I'm like two twenty five, uh, two twenty two, and yeah. you know, being folded like a pretzel. And like, I, like my wife be like video, you know, videotaping all uh, my roles. and it's just like I'm just like folded
1: like this under under somebody's <laughs> like... <laughs> It's just like. like this. This should not be. This should not be a thing, man. You're like I don't normally touch my toes like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> I mean, but they say you know jujitsu is like involuntary yoga, right? Oh
1: yeah. Or uh, the other <laughs> analogy, the other analogy I like to hear is uh. Folding laundry while somebody's still in it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like imagine folding your clothes with someone still in them.
1: God. And them not wanting you to. Right. And them not wanting
0: to (laughs) being folded in your own clothes against your will.
1: Oh yeah. It's a terrible, terrible time. (laughs) Terrible. But we love it though. We we get up every day and do it, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't change it for the world. God, I used to get up at four o'clock in the morning and go do it. We used to have a 5 a.m. class, um, and, uh, you know, at the peak of my training, uh, there's an MMA school here in town that I, I also teach for. Okay. Um, now, uh, at the time, I was going through a, a rough time. I uh, My ex fiance and I had broken up. Oh, um, nice. Her and I were together for, for a long time, five and a half years, um, and... I was sleeping at, at somebody else's house at a friend's house and their guest room and whatnot. And uh the the week after we had separated, uh I had looked myself in the mirror and you know went, you know what? The MMA school here in town has three five AM classes, we have two five AM classes. I don't have anything else better to do. I'm going to every jiu-jitsu class that I possibly can.
0: <laughs> I know <right? laughs> and
1: I was I was at five a.m. classes five days a week. I was at the nine thirty class teaching it three days a week. I was at the night classes three days a week. <laughs> that, was, that was yeah. That was the peak of my my uh, training. Nice um, man. And you know, life issues will do that to you. One or two things will happen. You'll uh, you'll either look yourself in the mirror and go, "I don't want to do anything." Or you'll look yourself in the mirror and go, fuck that. I got to do something. Got to do something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was me when I was preparing for my uh, my brown belt, man. I was, you know, me and my wife was going through a bad patch. And I just put so much time in jujitsu. Like every day, training, going to the gym, going to training, going to the gym, going to training. So, yeah, yeah, either you're just going to stand there and crumble from it or you're just going to grow and just outlive it, man. You know, outgrow it, you know.
1: Yep, uh, that's you know you got yeah, to do what you got to do, and yeah,
0: got to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah, it it was a weird time in my life,
2: mm-hmm.
1: very odd, very odd time in my life. But past that now, yeah, way past that now. Way now past I got I got my 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 first brand new baby, you got my stepkids that I love dearly, so.
0: Congratulations, man! That's awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> so we got to ask, man. So who, um, your top three people, man? Who would you like to roll with? Like, who would you want to roll with?
1: Mm. You know, um, I would love to roll with. Uh, try. I'm terrible with names. I am it's- so terrible with names. Uh, oh, what is his name? Ryan Hall. I'd love to learn from Ryan Hall. Yes. That's the best that I'd love to get to roll with him. He's the best triangle guy in the world and triangle is yes. kind of my game. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the triangle choke and he plays a very, very solid triangle. And you know, what's funny. All the MMA fans are like, Oh, he's just, he heel hooks everybody. That dude's a fucking animal from his back. Like, just because he heel hooks everybody because it's the easy thing to do in MMA, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's necessarily what he generally likes to play when he's doing jujitsu. <laughs>
0: right, right. <laughs> dude's a savage.
1: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that dude is a phenomenal grappler. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to get to train with Mackenzie Dern again too. Uh, yeah. I got I got the opportunity to go to one of her seminars and uh Bend well, it wasn't Bend it was Sisters but Sisters is like 20 minutes away from Bend it's okay. a small town um there's a a local uh Gee brand here in here in Oregon uh War tribe they're, okay uh, they're yeah they're a pretty well known Gee brand but they're based in Sisters mm-hmm. and they um when they moved to Sisters they uh put on uh summit events they did like a weekend seminar it was like four days of, or three days of, uh, world-class grapplers. Like, uh, Mackenzie Dern was there. Kayo was there. Um, there was a, a judo Olympian there who was a brown mm-hmm. belt in jujitsu at the time. There's wow. a couple other black belts that, that Friday. Um, and I was a blue belt at the time, which was really cool. Um, but she, she was really, really nice to meet, mm-hmm. um, she didn't do a lot of rolling, so that that kind of sucks. But
0: <laughs> yeah, my uh my instructor used to train with her. Oh, really? That's yeah, awesome. So, yeah, that's one of the
1: stories he likes to tell.
0: He was like the, you know, because we get when we get girl, uh, you know, girls that comes and cl- uh, come to the class every now and then. They always talk about like, oh, you know, they, they don't think they can do this, and or they're too small or whatever. So he always referred well, back yeah. to that. He was like the tightest choke <laughs> I ever felt was from, was a crab choke from Mackenzie Dern.
1: I believe that. I 100% <laughs> believe that. I believe that. I believe that. I 100% believe that. And uh the last one which is probably the most realistic would be um getting to finally meet Chris Howder. Uh, I think harder. yeah. I think I think one of getting to train with one of the Dirty Dozen would be amazing.
0: I've I I got the honor and pr- uh privilege to meet Chris a um, couple years ago. He yeah. was uh he was here in uh in uh Sterling Heights, Michigan, uh, you know, doing a seminar at one of our sister schools. And the dude's awesome, man. Like yeah. the dude is this awesome. Obviously, like, you know, a uh, uh, a mountain of wealth of knowledge and just all around, just just humble guy, man. So my
2: definitely.
1: uh my coach loves telling a story about him. Uh he was down in Southern California. There, uh he and a couple other guys were going to Pan Am's. Mm-hmm. And, um, they decided to talk to our, our head coach, Michael Chapman, and see if they could go and train with Chris Howder. And they, he literally sent them his address. Like they went to his house and trained the, in his yeah, garage. To the, in his to, the, to the garage. Yeah. <laughs> the garage. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, his wife is funny. She, she came, walked into the gym. Who are you guys? Oh, I'm just kidding. Chris texted me and let me know that you guys were going to but uh my coach ended up in deep half rolling with Chris Howder. And Chris Howder looked at him in deep half, smacked him on the forehead. Him, and it, said, yeah. Where are we going now? <laughs> what are you gonna do now? This is a real yep. fight. This is a real fight. Yep. He did that at
0: he did that at the seminar. Somebody did something <laughs> stupid. It was just like a <laughs> pop. It was like <laughs> that dude is a savage. Yeah, man. Definitely, man. But um, is there anything else, man? You want if you wanted to ask me, uh, you know, I definitely want you to shout out your school. If there's any tournaments or events or whatever you got coming up, man, the floor is still yours.
1: Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. What, what kind of jujitsu do you play specifically? Like, what is your go to submission? I'm curious. Um,
0: so far, like one of my go to has been like. Uh, I usually if I can catch my opponent arm in like a kimura or americana grip, I'll mm, feed the other it. arm for a bear cru- uh, for a uh, bread cutter. So okay. it's like if I don't get the bread cutter, if they you know move a certain way, I can shoot in for the kimura or uh, americana. Um, kind of just been playing around with the uh, short choke a lot too. Um, uh, from like fun. From, from turtle or back or uh whatnot. And I'm not really like a leg locker, but I've been trying to feed that in there too. Not, haven't been too successful, but that's kind of like my <laughs> little go-to's right there.
1: Trying to get better at it. Yeah, trying, trying to, get to get better easy.
0: at it, man. Because you know, and especially like you know, go, trying to trying to really get into nogi more because that's kind of like the thing people do is leg lock. Oh. So
1: yeah, definitely, definitely trying to learn gotta, that
0: and whatnot. So. You
1: got to watch leg locks and nogi. Got to. I I always catch toe holds in nogi to holds yeah. are the ones that I <laughs> that I really like. Yeah, people leave their feet dangling out there
0: because they're not useful <laughs> for, for me for sure. I'm like I I want to get uh, more aware before I start competing in nogi because I know that's going to be the bane of my existence. Is you know people. Yeah, I don't, hardly,
1: I don't hardly compete in nogi. I train it a lot. I train it about two days a week mm-hmm. and and teach a class for it. But I uh, yeah I do not um don't i don't normally compete in no-gi right uh, okay just because it's easier for me like i said uh when i when i do go and work the tournaments they only allow me to do either gi or no-gi and Not um good. yeah because they don't want somebody away from from the desk or away from the mat too long right right so <laughs> gi for brown belts is always beginning of the day very, first off, it's one of the first people that, that end up on the mats. is like brown, black, purple belts because there aren't as many competitors because it's a mm. local tournament. And uh, uh, my thought process with that is, well, I'm cutting weight for the tournament. Uh, I don't like to eat before I compete, so I'm good there if I compete at 8.30 in the morning. And on top of that, I can eat whatever I want after I'm done, and I don't have to wait till 2 o'clock. To eat something
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> You know right. And I like acai bowls So
0: <laughs> If you do jujitsu, you You know If you
1: know you if know you've been to, If you've been to a tournament You know <laughs> Yeah <laughs> it's, always, sure. it's, it's always the first thing Have you ever had an acai bowl You should go check out the stands <laughs> go, Just go grab one man It'll change your life Twelve twelve dollar bowl of goodness. Right, no, right. Sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet goodness. That puts a hole in your pocket, but it's worth it. It's worth it,
2: man. Oh, it's, it's a part of the
1: culture. It's a part of the G two culture, man. Uh, well, there's yeah, man. this there's this one tournament. Uh, this was 2021, and uh, I was competing as a brown belt. Competed, got done, and uh, I still had teammates going. And they were like getting real nervous. Couple white belts. They're still waiting for the purple or for the purple and blue belts to get done. And I'm sitting there eating an acai bowl. <laughs> well, they're not able to eat yet. They're like, "You suck." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> yep. And then they get done competing, and they come back, and I have a second acai bowl.
0: <laughs> like so delicious.
1: <laughs> it is. It's so nice my Man. favorite part about going and competing, earning that I say evil.
0: Yeah.
1: I haven't, had, no, I haven't <laughs>
0: had, had that in a while.
1: Oh, that's really, so good.
0: Last time we had it, uh, our master Joe, uh, Joe Moira was out. Uh, I think that was like a year before. Was that a year before last? I think so, but yeah.
1: Well. That's the secret, you know? I don't think everybody knows, but uh, that's where you get your jiu-jitsu superpowers from. Yeah, it's from <laughs>
0: acai bowls. And rice, acai bowls and rice and beans is where yeah. the, the, power, the power of jiu-jitsu comes
1: from. Oh, the the poor man cutting weight. <laughs> <laughs> beans and rice. Rice and beans, baby.
0: Rice and beans.
1: you're lucky, you might get Chicken. <laughs> You're right. You just might like,
0: but we use that term because you know it, it fills you up so it's in your stomach. So like we said, use your rice and beans so we bring them to the front, you know, put that pressure yeah. on them.
1: Oh, that's that's a good way to put that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We we a use good. a lot of analogies for especially for kids' classes. Oh my goodness. Talk yeah. about um talk about doing hip bumps and into uh into Kamoras. Mm-hmm. Uh I like to use the analogy of uh rainbows go over bridges, not under bridges. So the kids, every kid will do it once. They grab the wrist, like, alright, we're doing great, and they shoot that underhook, that far arm underneath the, the arm. It's like, it's not... <laughs> it's like, alright, make sure that you're going over the bridge, not under it. <laughs> Rainbows right. don't survive under bridges.
0: <laughs> I'm going to to use that once we, we start teaching uh, hip bumps and stuff. I'm about to use that.
1: Yeah, I... I love that analogy. I always uh, talk about we raise our hand like we're uh, like we're trying to ask the teacher a question. Then make sure that rainbow goes over the bridge.
0: Learn something new every
1: day. <laughs> it's a dumb analogy. But my coach went,
2: that's, that's not bad.
1: That's not that's bad. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so but much yeah. fun, though. Yeah, so much. But fun. yeah, we got um, <clears throat> I got a uh, uh, sub league. Uh, some submission league, uh, Mm. coming up. That's going to be April. That'll be April 15th and 16th, right after my birthday, which is fun and interesting. My, uh, my lovely girlfriend and I, my baby mama and I are going to be heading up to, uh, to Portland for that. Uh, we have a baby appointment to the specialist, so we're gonna, we're gonna take a bit of a family trip and head up there for four days I'll work nice. for two, but we'll have two to, to relax, too. So that'll be nice. It's her birthday that Monday before. It's my birthday that Wednesday. <laughs> so her and I are going to spend some time out of town, which will be nice. Okay. Um, cool. And then I'm going to be competing, like, a lot this year, actually. So we got the one in April, sub-league in May. There'll be one in June. (laughs) Or no, there'll be one in July, not June, and then September. So it'll be uh, an interesting year for me. Nice. Uh, As far as competing. Like, I don't know if I'll compete in all of them, but I'm going to definitely try.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's me too. I got (laughs) um, Grappler Industries in uh, April. Oh, fun. Yeah, Grappler Industries in April. Um I want to say grappling industries in May. Okay. Um tap cancer out in June.
1: That's a good one.
0: Uh I think another grappling industries in like mm, another one in uh August.
1: I feel like grappling industries is where it's at for competition. Yeah because like you get the most bang for your buck with grappling industries. Yeah, and I that's, I had, that's a, how I had a good I
0: feel. time with with them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's how I feel with sub league 2, um which is the local one that I'm going to this next one mm-hmm. because both of those tournaments have uh they're both round robin. So you get to compete with everybody. Like it's it's so nice. It's it's the most bang for your buck, right? If you want to get experience and you're a newer grappler, those would be the tournaments I would recommend to people to uh to kind of surround themselves with because even if you lose right you still get to compete again right
2: yeah it's not like the one and and that's the goal
1: yeah we i i hate doing one and dones oh man hate it because i inevitably i always lose to the guy who gets first in the first round like that's always my luck (laughs) i uh I live on the philosophy, and it's a, a, a philosophy that growing up I heard a lot, which is it's just a joke. Uh, is, uh, if I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck at all.
0: I know, right? <laughs> if I didn't have bad luck, I would have no luck at all.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I want to shout out uh, Mountain Warrior Academy, who is an Impact Jiu-Jitsu affiliate. It's That's our gym. Um, we're technically Impact Jiu-Jitsu Team Klamath Falls. Uh, when we compete, but uh, we're under the uh, Mountain Warrior Academy name. Uh, nice. uh, if there's anybody in the uh, the Oregon area, come train. You know, it's a great place to come and train. We're all very friendly. All the coaches are great too. They all are very very knowledgeable. Nice. Well, yeah. almost all of them. <laughs> Sometimes no. I can be. So sometimes I can be hit and miss. He <laughs> <laughs> said, "Well, some are exceptions to the rule. Some <laughs> exceptions to the rule, right?" There's the the thing with jujitsu that I've learned is there's always an exception to the rule, right? Always. Ne- put, never, put, never put one arm in and one arm out because you'll get triangled. Unless you're uh, you're uh, splits passing, and then it's a different story,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I got so that. I'm like, I'm like that way too. Like, you know, my uh, my instructor, but like, yeah, man, I got you know, two, two, uh, two good instructors that you know that I can I can depend
1: on. I was like one and a half. One and <laughs> a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm that coach too. I'm like, this, I, I uh, look at some moves and go, maybe this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah we, we're we're not gonna teach that. We're gonna go into something else. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, uh, my uh, girlfriend just started doing classes with us nice. this past week, like nice. brand, brand new. And I was like, you know, we could teach the arm bar from Mount, but that's a lot of steps and a lot of movement for a new person. Let's just do the Americana from Mount. This right. this is simpler. <laughs> just, keep, just keep it simple, man. Always kiss. Keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, Lamar, it was awesome talking to you today. I, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on and uh, tell my story a little bit and get to uh, get to bullshit with you for a little while. Yeah, that man. Was really, really awesome. Yeah, the pleasure
0: is all mine. And I would definitely keep in touch with you, man, To uh, hear about how the tournaments go. And, uh, you know, definitely will have oh. you back eventually, you know.
1: That is one thing that I want to hear though before because I keep listening to the the old the podcasts that you have on your uh, on your Spotify uh-huh. and uh, they're all from December. Like I, I yeah. look at the timestamp like December seventeenth, December twelfth. I'm like, how did your tournament go in January? That's what I want to know because I, you haven't put out an episode after that yet. So I want I want to know but, personally. Um, <laughs> I I came in third. You got third?
0: Yeah, I got third. Out of third. how many? Uh, it was just, it was just three of us. Um, oh,
1: that's it was okay. Supposed
0: to have been, yeah, it's fine. It's supposed to be um, more, but um, you know how tournaments go. People don't show, and they end up bringing someone <laughs> up from the purple belt division because there was no one in his weight class. So we just did a yeah. you know, three man three man thing. But I did a lot better than I did in my first tournament. Um, that's all we uh, can hope for. Man. Yes, and that was and that was that was good enough for me. That was good enough for me. That was my victory within itself. So
1: trust me, I've been the 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 second of two before. I know how that feels. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's like uh, it
0: It was like it was two of us. Like like, you came in second, I'm like, I lost, but whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know, you should only feel bad if you're the only person in the bracket and you still get second. Like that's when you should feel bad.
0: I guess this but, is one
1: bracket uh, but I came in second. Like I don't know how, yeah, that works, but know how it works, I know how that is with competing the last tournament I went to, um there were four of us signed up and one guy got DQ'd at Wens. He was oh. he walked up to Wayne's, had his gi on or he got called to the bullpen, had his gi on and I'm watching him, right? And he steps on the scale with his gee on, jumps off the scale Takes his gi top off and then jumps on the scale. I'm like, this dude's missing weight. Like, as, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, he's missing weight. And uh, no shit. Last person to go up on the scale was him. He uh, jumped on the scale. Guy went, You're overweight. And he's like, Can I weigh in with my gi top off? He's like, No, you can't weigh in. <laughs> It's like, you need to sit down and read the rules, dude. You gotta you can't weigh in with your gi top off. Right. It's like that sucks for him. And they ended up having to change the bracket on the fly, but which which ended up being funny because for a points tournament, it ended up being real weird, right?
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: got put with the guy who got first, and the guy that was left over got put in a bracket by himself, and then whoever lost the first match got a second chance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've ended up beating him in my second chance and moving on and going against the same guy who beat me in the first place and lost again. (laughs) Just one of those days, man. One of those days, man. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I know how it is competing. People drop out or they they don't show. It always sucks, man. You paid $70 to come compete and you're in a no-show? Yeah. Like, that. People do what they want with their
0: money, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I was, <laughs> I'm going to be there regardless. That's That's $70, man. I got kids. Oh, yeah, Maybe, definitely.
1: Be wasted. I've, already, <laughs> Maybe wasting I've already asked for the time off. I already know what day I'm going to be there. I know how long I'm going to be there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they, sir. Yes, you know? Sir. Like, oh, I didn't ask for time off soon enough. Dummy, don't do that.
0: <laughs> no, because it's it's cool that, because like I said, I work with my instructor, so he already knows. So oh yeah, no it definitely <laughs>
1: helps like uh normally normally my uh my boss, which my coach is my boss, but mm-hmm. realistically, his wife is the boss. like let's <laughs> she she's in charge of scheduling everything and doing all that she's she is the um lover to death. she's the hard ass of the two of them. Nice. he's the jokester, she's the serious one and and they really do mesh well together. As far as working, because, you know, somebody's got to be serious. And she plays that role. Uh, Normally, she'd be like, nope, you can't take Friday off to go to travel to the tournament. Right. But I got the baby appointment in Portland anyways, which when we made the schedule and everything, I didn't realize that the hospital that we're going to for the appointment is 10 minutes from the hotel that I set up. So that's... (laughs) that's
0: nice even better it it worked out it
1: worked out perfectly yes it did it worked out exactly how i planned it (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't come up with that plan if i wanted to in my sleep i know right just (laughs) fell it just fell into your lap it was meant to be yeah exactly that's exactly how i feel about it yeah but yeah
0: we'll, we'll definitely talk again man if i don't talk to you by then but yeah definitely good luck on your tournament brother
1: absolutely thank you so much again for having me
0: yeah no problem and uh that's the end of today's episode i would like to thank nick again one more time for coming on and sharing his tales and experiences with us uh please go and follow our facebook instagram and youtube page to stay up to on all future episodes this has been talk your Jitsu podcast keep rolling keep grinding and remember long live jujitsu have a great day and we're done my brother